But there was this one company, I think called Chop Sports Media. Chop Sports Media. Yeah. What's going on, everybody? Welcome to another episode of the Chop Sports Daily. Coming to you live from the Flipping Made Easy studio right here in Matawan, New Jersey. It is Sturch. It is Gooch. It is the final day in studio for our interns, Nick behind the glass, and of course, Madison in the building as well, over there on the couch. Uh, I hope everybody's doing well today. I hope everybody's enjoying their week. We are at Thursday now. Thursday, yeah, yes. Thursday. It's yep. like, dude, I lose track. Thursday now. Tomorrow being Friday. I mean, like one more day towards the weekend. So we hope everybody's doing well out there. Uh, if you want to support Chop Sports, you can do so by heading on over to patreon.com forward slash Chop Sports, a three, a five, a ten dollar variation. Uh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> like, I just get thrown off sometimes. Um, but anyway, so uh, that's how to do it. And then now there's more, uh, more, I almost said more better. Uh, that would have been incentives. It, it, sure, that's it. That's the word I was looking for, Nick. Thank you. See, he's clutch, just clutch. Um, a clutch situation uh, there for Nick there. Uh, three, five, ten dollar variations for the card breaks, the break buds, all that stuff. So as they give things out, um, if you're a Patreon member, you are automatically thrown in there. So that's an awesome thing. You can wind up winning some really cool shit, such like such like uh, you know an autographed Trevor Lawrence. Well, he actually bid for that, yeah, right? He so bid he, on that one. But you do give away cool there, shit. There is going to be some good giveaways randomly, yeah. like really good ones for the Patreon members. It's not gonna, we're not going to give away a jersey or a helmet every time, but there. Nonetheless, there has been some cool stuff. There's been two winners already on two breaks from Patreon. So, Zeph, if you're watching, Zeph Walters, I have to reach out because I have um, I have the hits from from that pack that they won on the Patreon giveaway. Oh, okay, okay, cool. Um, so. Definitely go check out Break Buzz. They go live again at 8 o'clock on Sunday night right here on the Chop Sports YouTube channel. Uh, not a lot going on. A couple new podcasts out there. Big one, actually, for the Mets. Till Mets Do Us Part just uh, uh, launched their podcast. Nick edited it this morning. Howard Johnson is their guest. So former Met legend Howard Johnson, also owner of all the Howard Johnson hotels. That's probably not true, right? No, no, that's no, not no, true no, at all. No. So the Howard Johnson Hotel great is, parties, by the way. Stories coming out of those walls. Oh no, the Woo! Hojo parties were mint when I was a kid. Um, I didn't. We know took you the were door off the bathroom meth when you were young, but what? <laughs> I don't get the Howard Johnson Motel vibe from you, Dave. You did meth in high school? <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> that's what I. That's what I think of when I think of Howard Johnson. I those, think of like those parties were amazing. I see, mean, I had a great time. The Howard Johnson's over on Route One, yes, New Brunswick. That one. That one. That's, and, and there's one that, on in Piscataway. That right now is. I don't want to. I actually, I do know it is for a fact. They send people there to live. So like that's no longer a, oh a re- I don't know it's a weird situation. I, mean, I just know that my crystal boy, meth is running rampant. Uh, in the Howard no, Johnson. I don't know about all that. I've never touched the stuff. I've never cooked no, the stuff. Dave, I'm not no. one of those guys. Dave, you don't. You don't but look like you're tweaking. I, I'm not. Well, sometimes I do, but not actually because of crystal Dave? meth. Uh, what you think I do yeah. meth <laughs> at this point? <laughs> Holy shit! Am I Heisenberg? Uh, no, I don't do any of that shit. But I did party at Howard Johnson a lot. We used to rip the door off the bathroom to make it as a beer pong table. That was a mess. Anyway. <laughs> so Howard Johnson hourly stays. I took my part. Um, that's scoop coming in there. So that's uh, very, very funny. Yes, please like the video. If you are watching this, uh, we do have the like police available right now. That's Ashley. Uh, make sure you like the video, please. That helps us out tremendously. Gooch, rundown. Hit yes. me with it, bro. So we don't have a very large rundown today as there wasn't much happening in sports. Um, I do want to start it off by saying um, a Luke Knox. Luke Knox, a linebacker, Florida International, middle <laughs> linebacker. He just transferred from, I believe, Ole Miss, and he's the younger brother of Dawson Knox, passed away last Ooh, night. Um, they via, they, they via what? Do you know? They didn't, they didn't release how, but oh, it's terrible. obviously it's a tragic situation. 22 years old. Uh, prayers up to the Knox family. I don't, I don't know why like him being Dawson Knox makes it even more bigger news. I guess that's how it works in this media age. Yeah, but, yeah. yeah, rest in peace to Luke Knox. That's a terrible situation. Moving on to the NBA, um, LeBron James signed a two-year player option, uh, two-year extension with a third-year player option. Cares. The deal is worth ninety-seven and a half million. The entire world cares, Dave. Hundred million dollars for LeBron James at forty. I mean, did you it's think a, he? Let's, that wait, makes wait total sense. Wait, it doesn't. It doesn't. It does. It doesn't. It does. Come on, hundred million dollars right for now. LeBron James now. We're talking about uh, Russ Westbrook is getting paid the same money. There's guys. Russ that Westbrook's are... fucking six years younger than him. Seven years younger than him. Okay, wait. 
So you think right now, because Russell Westbrook is younger than LeBron, that he's – you're saying LeBron's not worth that contract? Evan Fournier is making like half that. Stop. Well aware of what Evan Fournier is making for the he, Knicks. However, the LeBron contract is a little dumb. That's no, all I'm saying. It's LeBron. He's getting an extension LeBron. now to go play with his son, who's going to get drafted after one year of college, right? Even if he sucks, he's still going to make the Lakers draft him, and that might set back the Lakers a little bit, and no, he doesn't no, care. No, the Lakers don't have a fight. Yeah, the Lakers don't even have draft picks. The Lakers don't even have draft picks. So, yeah, that's that's not what the plan is. It would Christ. be nice, though. I would be, I'm here for that. If the Lakers end up signing hey, uh, Bronny, you wouldn't be here for that? Stop. I'd be excited What, a father and son that. to play basketball yeah. together? Sure. That would be amazing because it's very – I love it. You might see it in another – you'll never see it in football, by the way. But I just can't wait till that moment happens where he he uh, he Jr. Smiths him like if if Bronny does the wrong he's like oh man what the fuck you know like like yeah you got it wrong dude yes wrong you got it wrong hilarious Um, baseball news Yankees baby oh finally thank the heavens yeah I'm not gonna sit here and and overreact Yankees are are eight and a half they're still eight and a half games up it's a big win eight and a half they just beat no they. Oh, nine, nine, nine. Not ten More, ten, because they beat Tampa. Tampa was a high If they would have lost yesterday, they would they have been, been, it would have been eight. Eight. So they won, and it's ten. So right. whole full right. game right. swing. I yes. didn't realize that Tampa was the one that they were above, directly above in the mm-hmm. standings. As of right now, was, yes. I don't even know who I was. I wasn't thinking, actually, so there's that. Oh, yes. um, big win, though. Josh Donaldson looked embarrassing on the first swing and he got a hold of one. Uh, yes, Aaron did. Boone, I'm still not a fan of. I'm not going to drag the guy, but I just want to say something because – there's been a lot of things going on about Aaron Boone. Should he be fired? Should he be should he be kept on? I always thought Aaron Boone should have been let go in the offseason. And then it was hard to drag him throughout the Yankees when they winning got ways. Got off at their start. And the whole thing is it's like, all right, now what do you have to say bad about Aaron Boone? And I was like, well, kind of the same thing. You know, like I feel like the wheels might fall off around pennant race for an Aaron Boone and see how he manages the bullpen. And it's and I'm not trying to pat myself on the back because I'm a Yankee fan. I'm not rooting for these things to happen. But this is the stuff that I was worried about, and it's you know, they got a win yesterday, but that was a it would have been a really bad loss. It was a well, lightning in a bottle again. situation where we were able to score four runs in like three swings. It was incredible how fast it happened in the bottom of the tenth, but it really covered up some glaring issues. A with Chapman, the injuries to the bullpen, the mismanagement of the bullpen, and the subsequent mismanagement of the explanation of the of the mismanagement of the said bullpen. <laughs> What's your explanation for mismanaging everything? Go ahead. Um, Explain yourself. And I just want to say about the whole manager situation, and it's like, well, if the manager's not uh, hitting the balls and he's not pitching, what the fuck does the manager do? If it's not his fault, if if you can't give him a hard time when the Yankees are doing well because, you know, the players are all doing their job and, Mm -hmm. you know, it makes it really easy on the manager at that point. But when things get hard and you have to deliver a different type of message and you have to light the fire, that's where I think Boone is lacking. It's real easy to be a good manager when you're 15 games up. When you're reeling a little bit, that's when I think your your true metal shows. And I'm not sure Boone is the guy. But you do, do you shit. do respect Boone's ability to back up his players, though. Okay, that's so he fine, can tie his shoes. Congrats. That's par for the course as far as major league managers go. I agree. Tying shoes. <laughs> meaning like meaning like if you're a major league baseball manager and you're not caping up for your players in game when it comes to bad calls, then you're then you're not a major league manager. So that has to be a given. Okay. Um I understand. I just, I'm more so getting to the point of the people out there that are like, um, you can't bash Boone. He's not out there. Then what can, like, then what do managers do? Well, no. What what that means is somebody has to be held accountable for the way of their play. And while while guys get hot and guys get cold, that's not, that that has nothing to do with the managerial ways. um, But it does that. You got something to say over there, Nick? Yeah. (laughs) It's, this is mad over there today. You, last day. He's like, it's my last day. Fuck it. I'm going in. But they just, uh, he doesn't fucking run the team. So. Yeah, but that's, look, you don't know that. I don't know that. Nobody knows that. This is what we're hearing or what we think based on, like, the analytics. And it's like, oh, they're they're just, it's coming from up top. I can promise you that there's not a fucking, a buzzer going off in Aaron Boone. He's not like, what's up, Brian? What, what should I do? No, he's, he's managing the game. He's putting in the bullpen, guys. He's doing all that on his own, right? Otherwise, well, it would be news, you know. Like well, if it was like Aaron Boone's actually not pulling the strings here, so that's, uh, he's not Joe Biden. In that, re- <laughs> in that, in that regard, right? But in that regard, dude, I have a question for you. So, like the decision, the decision to bring in Chapman in the tenth, right? Everybody's up in arms, and they're like, "Oh, here we go!" And sure as shit, it happens, right? The decision is the decision. It's Chapman who can't fucking pitch. That's not on Boone. Yeah, but Ch- being that Chapman can't pitch, 
It's on Boone for bringing him in. For originally. bringing him in in a so high then, leverage so situation. What are you doing? I mean, you can't just shuffle let him things around. As soon as he walked out of the bullpen, I was talking to one of my buddies. I go, "They're gonna fucking lose this game." Well, guess what, Nick? Guess what? They, they won. They Josh, Josh, Joshy Donaldson hits one after in, the, fucking, in a Yankee Stadium home run. <laughs> after Chapman gave that three barely gets over the right field wall. <laughs> Love it. Give me I mean, that I shit. I say, I say to any any. Um, any person out there, and, and I'm talking, I'm, I don't mean to single you out. Single Ken, them out. Ken. No. Oh. But when you're talking about managers, you know, I agree with you to to a degree when you say managers, could you pull the comment up? Managers aren't, oh, wait, this is actually. That's Hawaii Mike. Hawaii Mike. Mike. <laughs> We're Both. just so used to jumping all over fucking Ken Palmer. Yeah, so managers, no, I wasn't going to jump over it. I, I, I like half agree, but managers aren't at fault when the team plays bad, but it's their job to reconfigure things to spur the team to play better. Um, and I guess I have to kind of bring it to Ken because. I feel, um, you know, like, what about Willie Randolph? Because I know Mets fans don't really like Willie Randolph. I know that Mets fans, there's a ton of managers in the, in the course of the last 15 years. I don't even know how many they've had, maybe five. Who? The, the Mets? Yankees? Over oh, the 15-year stretch that the Mets fans didn't like. Because it, what? There wasn't, I mean, the one the guy they had was like a cup of well, coffee. But, but at the end of the day, there's, like, the ways that you handle the media, the ways that you, I guess, you stick up for your players. Um, I just think the message needs to change. If that's all that the guys are doing, the managers are doing, is is delivering a message, then change the message. All right, enough about the Yankees. Um, they played well enough to get the win yesterday. Well, while there was Janine some- coming in with a massive comment. Boone is all analytics. That's why you pinch hit Hicks for IKF. The worst player in baseball you bring up as a pinch hitter. As, like, what, the potential hero? So you like, didn't, you didn't holy get, you didn't shit. get that analytic? But, right. <laughs> that's the you analytic that one? he missed. Booney. All right, that was so a bad fucking move. to touch up, to circle back on yesterday's rundown. And I, I do respect before the DH, I respect an NL manager way more than I expect an AL manager. You know how much fucking shit yeah. they got to go through with the whole got to take out the pitcher, got to do this, double never, switches, uh, blah, blah, blah. It's a lot harder. It was a lot harder. Now, even playing field, nobody has an excuse to suck. As a I, I've never really thought it was harder. I think it was like more fun, if anything, for a manager. I wouldn't put. Like, oh yeah, he's having a ball. <laughs> like when to take out your pitcher, when to pinch um, hit. Like oh, it's a mess. It's like that's yes, yeah, baseball. That's, to Susan, me, that was. But I'm all, just saying. To me, that was awful. Awful. Mm. In the middle of a game, you got to fucking take your good pitcher out because he's about to bat. Miss me with all of it. Um, <laughs> I haven't said that. Mismanagement <laughs> by Major League Baseball to have that a rule for a hundred years. Anyway. <laughs> Yeah, circling back to yesterday's rundown, I talked about two recent call-ups, and it's like the the season of the first game home run for these guys in their career debuts. So yesterday, Brendan Beatty, New York Mets' first at-bat. I believe it was his second pitch. It might even have been the first. I think it was his first swing. Dinger. All right. Gone. And, then, and by the way, reaction of the Mets crowd and, of course, his parents and yes. sister and everybody, fantastic. And then That's Shea the Langoliers, Shea Langoliers, the guy that I spoke about yesterday that came over to Oakland in the Matt Olson trade from Atlanta, uh, he also first game Dinger, first hit, dinger. Coming off the heels of Devon Grissom, first hit, dinger, the other day. So it's just constant. Um, exciting to see all these young kids hitting home runs, and especially because they're all on my team. So moving <laughs> off of the uh, Major League Baseball news, little UFC programming alert. Uh, this weekend is the, I forget what the number, I think it's UFC 282, potentially. Oh, UFC 280. 282 I have no fucking idea, but it is Kamaru Usman, the Boo. consensus pound-for-pound pound king. I'm, I'm not Sucky. a fan of him. He's cringe, but he sucks. I mean, he's good, but no, he's, he's the best in the world. <laughs> Always. What? It's 278. All right. Well, 278. Okay. Thank you for. Well, thank you. Yes. <laughs> so this say, fight, this he, fight's he good gotcha. because uh, they haven't. They fought before. It was kind of a boring fight. So is that's the, not is it, too Was exciting. this the foot stomping fight? This well, the, no, the that was Usman against Masvidal. Oh, I thought he stomped all over Leon Edwards' so foot. So maybe I don't know. This the fight was, was a long horrible. time ago. Leon Edwards hasn't lost in the UFC in years. His last loss well, was he ain't winning this one. His last loss was to Kamaru Usman in a boring decision. So they've been in it together for twenty uh, fifteen minutes. They've both improved drastically since then. Usman has gone on to become the world champion, defend multiple times. But like I said, uh, Edwards is very underrated. And he hasn't lost since Usman. He's ran through the entire welterweight division. So very excited to see that fight. A long time coming. Edwards deserves his shot. And um, NBA schedule came out. Anybody care? NBA Knicks are playing on no, Christmas against the Sixers. Bro, there's too many games every day for anyone to care about the NBA schedule. Man, that's did I get roasted opinion. on Twitter the other day about the election day thing? <laughs> my fucking Twitter was blowing up all day. I don't know why you have Aaron Rodgers in the rundown. Uh, because he's sounding off. 
He's sounding off, ladies and gentlemen. Aaron Rodgers is out there calling out all of his receivers for sucking ass during preseason and sucking ass at training camp, not running the right routes, dropping balls, not knowing the playbook. Aaron Rodgers going in on all of his receivers. It is a dysfunctional family as we talk about the Vikings today, the 2022 future NFC North champions. I'm kidding. Nobody this on earth is a whole non-story. This is dumb. Maybe Kyle this whole thinks that thing now, but that'll get shut down. Yeah, it's Why dumb. this was Look, a story Romeo and ESPN Dubs is the guy that dropped the pass that they were they were bringing up in the and Romeo Dubs has been getting glaring reviews from Rodgers, from all the scouts, all the camp, all the you name it, he's been doing well. He dropped one ball. Rogers said, well, you keep dropping passes, you won't be out there. Guess what? You won't be. Also, guess guess he's a sixth-rounder, fifth-round pick. Give I mean, the guy look, a if he break. made it to the league, don't drop a ball. He'll be but, okay. Uh, I will say this. They did have a kumbaya. It's August. Uh, they all sat in a circle and did a seance uh, based off of whatever religion Rogers is at this point. Um, but, yeah, they, they all – apparently they talked. So, wow, you know what's Rogers crazy? took out the whip and started lashing it's all his crazy. guys and all this other shit. Like, it's just crazy. That cracking the whip. Fucking, He's the one who runs this You think whole it's thing. weird that a rookie receiver is struggling in camp? No. It's so no, strange. It's kind of Devontae commonplace. Devontae Adams had, like, seven targets in his rookie year and 19 drops. He had more drops than he was even throwing the ball. <laughs> and look what he's doing now. So give these guys I guess a he's break. okay. His, his career. Um, um, and his that career is it for the rundown. Right. It was already it. I don't know. Like I said, Rodgers didn't belong because that's not I news. put Rodgers there for shits and gigs. Good. Uh, we did get a text earlier. You, yeah, we got a text earlier from our good friend and producer of the show, Rasslin Rob. He decided to drop the best free agents remaining. I'm curious about your thoughts about some of these guys. Um, as we bring up uh, the free agents. So right now, we're still knee-deep in camp. We're one game in. We're in week two of the preseason. Um, I'm curious to know if you think that any of these guys are going to find a home. It's kind of late to me. Like, unless, barring injury, for a team to go out and spend some money right now, unless they realize, like, all right, our depth chart kind of blows. Like, Odell Beckham won't play football until probably November, December anyway. So I don't foresee him getting signed now it's kind of pointless. Uh, Trey Flowers is still out there. We talked about the Lions. Um, he was like, "Oh, there." J.C. Treader. The Browns just lost their center. He's a former Browns center. Like, why hasn't that move been made already? You know what I mean? Um, how do they got Will Fuller? He's an un- he, he's like an injury away from like being completely irrelevant. But again, skilled isn't everybody? Yeah, I guess so. But well, he also got suspended for a while, didn't he? For uh, I think he served. That, he did. He that was yeah, done. But- yes. Stop living in the past, Nick. Okay. Um, Landon Collins, really good safety. I think he's a good safety. I know uh, Keith Ernst is a big Landon Collins guy. He wanted Collins on the Cowboys a million times over. Uh, Speaking of former Cowboys, Cole Beasley's out there still rapping, not playing for any uh, football organizations. Joe Hayden, another cornerback, no go. T.Y. Hilton, Xavier Rhodes, like JPP. Wait, no, Sue is signing with the Jaguars. That's what I heard. I don't know if that's a done deal yet, but that's what I've heard. Yeah. Ready for the last one I'm going to mention here, and I wonder if there's going to get any job unless barring any injury. Mr. Cameron uh, Newton. He's not. No go, right? No, come on. Cam's done. Done? Like career's over? Maybe the Browns will take a flyer on him. What do you think what Cam has done? Browns Cam, do for? Cam has – look, I Jacoby thought Cam's career sucks. was over two years ago, and I was right. Cam hasn't done anything in the last two seasons. He's been given two opportunities at two stops, and look, Cam wasn't a good passer ever. He's not going to all of a sudden figure it out because he's not going to do much with his legs before getting injured nowadays at his age. Still a big-bodied quarterback. Uh, injuries, hard to bring injuries, down. You but know? He's, got, he's also a little soft, I I think. That's just his wardrobe. <laughs> what he wears no, I mean, completely soft. You could look at the fumble in the Super Bowl that he kind of was like, he's like eh, I'm not going to touch the ball's that ball. Over there my arm I see Von like Miller. You know, Von oh, Miller. Boy. Anyway. So there was a little bit, there was a little bit of um, – Seen a little bit of pussy in Cam. Ah, yes. Okay. So the rest of the guys, though, I don't think Cam ends up anywhere. I feel like maybe some of these guys might be kicking around the idea of leaving football altogether or Mm. they're waiting for the right opportunity. You said that who lost their starting center? Browns. The Browns. Maybe he doesn't want to be in Cleveland anymore because he knows how dysfunctional the organization is. Is that it? Maybe he doesn't want his quarterback who – to stick his hands in his asshole. Hey, yo, okie dokie. me out there. We're past 10 minutes, right? All right, we're good. <laughs> uh, Cam, uh, Hawaii Mike, Cam is higher on sports references Hall of Fame list than Matt Stafford. <clears throat> MVP? What? Is it the MVP? Sure, I guess. I mean, I, I, don't, I, don't, I, don't, I don't know that Stafford's a Hall of Famer. I think he's getting there. 
You don't think Matt Stafford's a Hall of Famer I mean, now? It's, it's I think he walks in with the Super Bowl ring now. I don't know about walking in anywhere. There's a, it's like, is there anyone that plays now at quarterback that's not going to have Hall of Fame numbers if they play 15 years? Yeah, but no, his numbers are really Kirk good. Cousins, Kirk Cousins is going to pass Brett Favre if he plays six more years. Like on almost all the lists, is Brett Favre and Kirk Cousins on the same plane? Uh, all right. Also, before we get into anything else, a, a special shout out to Dylan Batances, who retired from baseball today. You're telling me that the Yankees couldn't have called up Batances at this point and said, like, hey, man, I know you're about to retire, but just hold on. Like, can you still throw? Yo, do you think you could give up four runs <laughs> an inning for us? Well, le- well less likely. Batances if we pay you a million, a reason. if they pay him a million. And he gives up four runs. I'm like, Ugh, what a what a disaster. But all the money they're paying Chapman, he gives up four runs. I want him like kicked off the face of the earth, no. sent to the sun. Batances, you know what I mean? If Batances was a, a real possibility, they would be in on it. Just like if there was anybody else out there, there's nobody. There's no there's no pitcher that's not involved with an organization in mid to late August that we could just pick up. Casey Hammond coming in. Falcons rolling with Mariota. Steelers with Mitch. Mills Mafia with in Houston. Hell, even Tannehill. The writing's on the wall. If you're Cam, uh, legal offices view you le- as less valuable than these guys. That is a true fact. Yeah. So even he has to. Well, look, I'm not going to get into the specifics, but and not to he falls under he falls under a different category. There was no quarterbacks in this class, and Cam still can't catch. Well, up that's anywhere. what I'm saying is Cam Newton falls into a different category of quarterback, meaning like he's annoying. He's like he's got a little bit of an outlandish personality, so maybe some of these guys are like, yeah, he he, he has some tread left on the tires, but do we really want to deal with all the post game bullshit and the, the cryptic Instagram comments where he's like using a different font and shit? It's just like I don't think anybody wants to deal with I it. I think anymore. everybody anybody would deal with it if he was good. He's not know. good. I don't know. He's not good. I think there's a. I think the combination he's of both. He's not good. All right. And if he was good, they would fucking let him do whatever he wanted. Yeah. Because he did whatever he wanted, and he was on teams. <laughs> it's not the first time he posted that shitty font. I mean, I don't know if Mitch is in a good situation. I mean, he's in a very he's a, a he's in a he's in a beneficial situation. I think Mitchell Trubisky's in the best possible situation he could be in, considering the the style they're going to play with. That's what I'm saying. I think yeah. it's beneficial. I don't like, know if he's in what, a, you're not going to find a situation where you're going to put Mitch Trubisky in and be like, wow, great situation. He's the reason why they're not a good situation. <laughs> he's Sorry, a backup Coleman. for a reason, and now he's a starter. For a reason. Um, anyway, that'll do it for the NFL talk until we get back to the Vikings. But I, I got to ask you guys if you're worried, if you're going to run out of money in retirement or how you'll pay for long term health care, will your family be okay? Family first, as heard on a sit down with Sturge with me and Joe LaCorey. Stop worrying and start planning. A comprehensive retirement plan gives you greater security over your money. Michael Fusco can help you with that. As president of his own insurance agency, Michael Fusco can help you create a comprehensive retirement plan. He'll explore using life insurance and annuities to help you build a more secure future so you worry a little bit less right now. Call 718-701-5787 to schedule your complimentary consultation at 718-701-5787. Guarantees and protections are subject to the claims-paying ability of the issuing company. Some insurance policies are not available in all states. And if you want to finance with a 540 or above FICO score, head on over to the prestigetaxfinancing.com forward slash business financing. Fusco offers that too. He's a juggernaut of a man. He has a million things going on with the Fusco Insurance Agency. Go tap in and go visit his website. Also, big shout out to DatChat, our social media platform partners, uh, steveaspar.com, working currently right now on the brand new chopsportsmedia.com, releasing on September 1st, as all figures are crossed uh, on that one. And of course, uh, our friends down the hall at Lowell's uh, doing the custom creations where they do all shirts and then, and then they do makeup and they do hair. And our friend Lauren and Danielle doing their thing down the hall, uh, right down the hall from Chop Studios. So go check those girls out as well. And Gooch has a much more interesting read with Manscaped. <laughs> yes, I do. So, guys, head on over to manscaped.com. Use the promo code CHOPSPORTS. You receive 20% off your entire order. Look, the Lawnmower 4.0 comes in the performance package. It comes equipped with a 400K LED light so you can shave your nuts in the dark. I mean, is there anything better than shaving your nuts in the dark without Probably even not. worrying about nicking your ball sack? Because I mean, it's got Jesus. a porcelain trimmer, so you could shave in the dark without risking any cuts or nicks on your nuts. And it's waterproof, so you could even kind of transfer it to your beard, and it's really not that gross. You could use this thing anywhere. And when I say anywhere, I mean anywhere. Oh, God. Especially the dark underbelly of man, the taint jungle. 
Get rid of that. No one needs some hair under gooch. What? Head on over to manscaped.com. Use the promo code SHOPSPORTS. Don't forget to exfoliate your booty holes. This is, um, this is getting alarming. SHOPSPORTS at checkout. 20% off. What's up, guys? It's Sturge from Chop Sports, and today I'm here to finally deliver some new happenings with our friends over at Absolute Eyewear. You already know the deal. They're stocked. They have the biggest brands, including Ray-Ban, Polo, and now introducing its newest player to their star-studded lineup, Oakley. They work with all your major insurance companies, including BCBS, AARP, and so much more. If you check out Absolute Eyewear in Woodbridge, New Jersey, next to the train station, you'll receive $100 off any prescription frames and lenses. That's $100. Check them out right now by either calling 732-326-3937 or visit their website, absolute-eyewear.com. Tell them Chop Sports Search sent you. Speaking on personal experience, the house buying and house selling process is a bitch. It's not fun. It's not fun at all. But you know who made it fun? You know who turned all this around, took all the stress out of the process? It's Curtis Counts of EXP Realty. Whether you're buying a house, selling a house, searching for a house, you'll get constant emails of things that pop up in your budget and what you're actually looking for. To start this process, you just have to call Curtis right now. You can reach him at 732-856-2293 or shoot him an email at kurtrcounts at hotmail.com. And yes, some some of us folks are still using Hotmail. This is getting a little alarming here. We started off the show with your classic, average, everyday, run-of-the-mill comments and compliments from your girlfriend, which always happens. And that's fine. It's called support. Learn to love it, right? And now I got my mom in here talking about your haircut, too. What the fuck is going on? I get my haircut every week. Is it because I wear a hat? I was going to say, Dave, you have a hat on. But the <laughs> beard looks majestic every day. I put effort into this. <laughs> and I get nothing. My it own does, mother. It does look good, though. Shout I've lived to, through this shit my whole life. Shout out to Izzy, my barber. My whole life I've dealt with this. Um, Dan man, white teeth, muscles. He's so tan. I've got. <laughs> bro, take your hat off. Bro. I will not you get a fucking. Look, I got, I got, you know, no, I get a haircut today. I get haircuts on Thursdays. Now, Dave, so I can go into the weekend. Tomorrow, like a he's going to come in tomorrow with a fucking hat on. Po one day after the haircut. <laughs> I don't want to do a. Like, I got a lot of hair. I got more hair than you. It's a lot to manage. I'll do my hair like at the WrestlePro shows when I got to wear a, ve a vest. <laughs> Listen to me. When I got to wear a, a suit jacket or something, I got to look nice. I'm a hat guy. I've been my hat guy the whole life. And by the way, shout out to those who said to me when I was younger, if you keep wearing a hat, you're going to lose all your hair. Guess what? I got a fucking nice head of hair. Mythbuster. Forever. It's a mythbuster. Show everyone. God damn it. Show the people. I'm a man. <laughs> I'm 40. I'm 36. I'm 36. You know what, Ma? Just leave the does goddamn Dave, chat. Does Dave look good? Does he have his extra bands on? Come here, little kitty cat. We need some dogs over here, Dave. I am a dog, all right? If you took an x-ray of my chest, you would see a picture of a dog. It's the dog in me. God damn it. Anyway. A little fucking... Shut up. <laughs> Does he have his extra bands on? Oh, my God. Anyway, I'm out of here. I'm leaving. I'm actually going to leave the show before the Vikings. No. The Minnesota Vikings are up on the 32-team coverage here at Chop Sports on the Chop Sports Daily. We've been talking about the Lions in the beginning of the week. We talked about the Bears. We talked about uh, that's it for the NFC North. And, of course, tomorrow is, a, I guess, a holiday. We'll be talking about the Green Bay Packers. What now? No, I was doing the Aaron Jones wave. Oh, all right. As I crossed the goal line for my fourth touchdown. Oh, Jesus Christ, Mom. That, <laughs> now, it's, now it's like, it's too much. You can edit this out as far as doing the Vikings video because now it's too much. This is what happens. Mom gets on a rant and she just goes you and goes it, and goes. You, you know what's funny? My dad used to be on the chat. My dad used to look, and, and my brother too. But as soon as they see Mom, they're like, I'm out. <laughs> they fucking dip. Thanks, Mom. Losing viewers over here because of you. Oh, I'm just kidding. Love you to death. All right. Anyway, the Minnesota Vikings are here. Scoop says, son, don't look so I'm going to fucking so hard kill yourself. all of you. You look great. <laughs> God damn it. I, oh, oh, man. This yeah. is a day, huh? This is a day. <sighs> it's just, anyway. It is. It's it feeling is a, a little it is a day, I don't, need, I don't need a fucking chocolate. It is a day. So, <laughs> I can't do it. Anyway, let's try this again because I know Madison's going to cut up this. Minnesota Vikings. The Minnesota Vikings are up on our 32-day coverage. Not 32 days, but 32-team coverage here on the NFL. We did the Bears. We did the Lions. And now we're up to the second place from 2021. Minnesota Vikings. Tomorrow we got the Green Bay Packers. 
So there are people out there that are living under the impression that this year in particular could be the Vikings year to leap, to leap the Lambo leapers, the leap, the Green Bay Packers. Now, why? Why would you say that? Some key losses for the Minnesota Vikings over the offseason. Not a lot. A couple tight ends here and there. Anthony Barr goes to Dallas. Xavier Woods, who Joy Taylor and the people at FS1, they don't even have a clue as to what team he played for last year. But guess what? He was a Viking and he's gone. Um, they did sign some decent guys. One of them being your boy, Zadarius Smith. Everybody forgets about that because it happened so early in free agency. Mm -hmm. They also signed Jordan Hicks as a linebacker. They had themselves a decent draft, too. Uh, the first, uh, the last pick of the first round, they wound up getting Lewis Assign of the safety. Uh, defensive MVP of the NCAA championship game, or whatever you call, fucking call it nowadays. Uh, the second round, they traded back up to get some more secondary help, because secondary was a problem last year, for Andrew Booth Jr. Um, that's what they needed. They needed the defensive help. Dalvin Cook suspension? No. What? No. That you're thinking of Kamara, I think. Yeah, yeah. You're thinking and of the also wrong, no. wrong guy. <laughs> I don't think he's getting suspended <laughs> I was either. Like, okay, I'll leave. I'm, I was kidding. As I watched the viewer count go down. Um, anyway, so the Minnesota Vikings, obviously, now the, the big conversation piece for the Vikings is Kirk Cousins. Okay. There's so many people that are hot and cold on this guy. I am for one on the cold side of Kirk Cousins. I know people say that. It, like I think one guy posted in Chop Sports the Facebook group yeah, like this his is, stats where like he was thorn, like how is he not a top ten guy with the Kirk Cousins thing for whatever reason Kirk Cousins is who we thought he was <laughs> they let him off the hook and he's been on the hook he's still on the hook though. <laughs> he's still very on the hook. yeah look Kirk Cousins everyone's like go look look at his numbers he's top ten show me show me when in any season that Kirk Cousins is playing that he's the a top ten quarterback he's simply not. Kirk Cousins is ranked right where he should be ranked. He has good counting stats, but when it comes to playing the quarterback position, you have to excel in bigger moments, and he has, he's shrunk. And I'm not saying he is shrunk, but his team doesn't win games in big moments, and he's, I want to say he's the culprit. I'm not saying he's the only one, but, you know. It's, the Vikings it's a, have it's shrunk in, in, in moments where you're supposed to take advantage of these situations. Like, the Minnesota Vikings hosted the Dallas Cowboys last year, and Dak Prescott missed the game. So that game, and right off the rip, you're you gotta win that game, and you let Cooper Rush come in there and beat you. That's very alarming. Look, so for anybody that's jumping all over the Minnesota Vikings right now as like the next up and coming team, I'm not gonna pretend and say that they, they don't have a good team because they have some of the best players in football on their roster. It's just a matter of leadership, and that's where I question Kirk Cousins because you got your Dalvin Cooks, you got your Madisons, who's a great supplemental back. We've seen him a million times, right? A million carries. Their receiving core is great. It's Justin Jefferson going to be a top five, top six pick in fantasy drafts because he's that goddamn good, right? And then you have Adam Thielen, K.J. Osborne, a guy that th people don't talk about. A another guy people don't talk about is Irv Smith Jr., very athletic tight end. So their offense is good. Their defensive woes continued last year. They let up some points, and they don't have – they have players, right? I mean – but if you have to rely Do on they guys play like football, yeah, they, all their whole lives. Um, but just checking. some of the guys that they have and they have to re like rely on are guys like they're they're right now in their cornerback room is Patrick Peterson. Like, are you are you relying on him to cover the number one He's receiver somewhere? League. It's like that's what? like the Zeke of corners. League? That's what I'm saying. It's, it's a, the Zeke of the cornerback. Position. Oh, you better watch <laughs> your mouth, my friend. Watch your mouth. Anyway, I mean. He's a great pass blocker. Fair comparison. Uh, shut up. Shut Fair up. Comparison. Everybody shut Fair up. comparison. A lot of tread on, on, on all those tires. Uh -huh. A lot of tread. Anyway, schedule time. So they're coming in with uh, last year, 8-9 record. This year, they're projected from most sites at 9. I've seen 9.5 to get you kind of worried about your pick uh, here. But 9 is the play. So you look at the first couple games of their schedule. It, it's not pretty, right? they got to open up on 9-11 against the Green Bay Packers. So that, right off the rip, is I, I put a question mark. I don't know. I don't know. They're home. So Green Bay has to go on the road to play Minnesota. And just, like traditionally, you know, it ain't it ain't easy when the Packers go to Minnesota. I'd rather get them week one, honestly, than well, yeah. get them in like a sneaky situation. I think the Packers are a better team. They're, they're favored by two in that Well, ready game. for this? They got the Packers in week one and then the Packers in week 17. Yeah. So there's like a very long stretch between those teams playing each other. But the first couple of weeks, Green Bay at Philly, Detroit at home, the Saints at home, the Bears at home. Right off the rip, I said the worst, or at least go into week six at Miami. I said they lose that game. Miami, like I said, I, I think they're going to be all right. But like in that stretch, the first 
six games are going to be pivotal because tomorrow we'll talk about the Packers and their first six games because once this division gets rolling, if Rodgers gets into a groove or all of a sudden like they're like Devontae who, and I'm sure it's never going to be the case where they're going to say that, but I'm saying like if he gets rolling and everybody's like, wow, this motherfucker hasn't missed a beat, you know, so that means good luck, Vikings. You cannot play catch up in this division. If the Packers get rolling, you can't. You will not catch up. So that's why the beginning stretch of the Viking season is very, very pivotal. Um, after their bye, they got Arizona, they got at Washington, then they got to play Buffalo, then they got to play Dallas, and of course, I'm not giving them a win over Dallas because, again, that game's in Minnesota, but shit, I mean, it's not like we haven't beat them in Minnesota two years in a row. Why are we playing the Vikings three years in a fucking row is beyond me. Um, so we have we the Cowboys. 17, you mean week 18? No, 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 18. The 18, they have the Bears. They have oh, okay. two division games right, at the end of the year. Uh, but anyway, so I'm looking at it, and I'm, I'm trying to peel out the wins here. And within the division, they should probably split with everybody but the the Bears. I say they sweep the Bears. They probably split with the Lions, and I think somehow, some way, like the only way, I'll tell you right now, the only way you split with the Packers is if you get them in week one. If you just, like, if the Packers or, throw up a stinker if, like they did last year. the Packers year. actually have a really good year and they don't care later. But I think they will. I think they will, too. Just considering that game's in Green Bay at the end of the year, they'll probably be playing for a one or two or some if shit like that. If it was week 18, then it might not. But week 17, even if it's just a... Keep you. You can't sit out two weeks and then the, and then a bye if that's the case. So no, yeah, they'll play. They'll be playing there. Yeah. So what? For, for so what I'm saying is, for the Vikings to relatively be competitive in this division, it's almost like I, I, I look. I'm not about to sit here and tell you that week one is going to be like a must win, but like you you gotta have this week. Like you got like. One, it'll set people in a spiral. I mean, Gooch last year watched the Saints kick the shit out of the Packers, and then the rest of his history, nobody cared because the Packers just went on a tear. So that very well could happen again. The recipe could be there. The, the writing could be on the wall for the Packers to be like, okay, like I'll tell you exactly what's going to happen because I'm, I'm Nostra Davis all of a sudden. I can, I can call this right now. The Packers will lose to the Vikings in week one. Right. Aaron Rodgers will have a non-Aaron Rodgers type game, meaning he's going to throw a pick, which doesn't really happen often. And people are gonna be like, "Wow, that, that Rogers, oh, that's over." Like I, I, and, I like, and then Rogers gonna be like, "Relax," I and like then he's gonna, gonna kill end people. End up with this comment, but the Packers aren't losing Week One. Everything else is maybe you know maybe he has a bad game or something, and then they keep winning. But okay. stop with the fucking Green Bay losing Week One to the Vikings. I can't go zero one two years in a row. Yeah, you can. It's easy. <laughs> we do it a lot. Cowboys have done it plenty of times. My team's known for doing it all. Yeah, the time. I was gonna say the Giants go zero <laughs> one pretty much every year. Um, but anyway, so. I'm looking at this this roster, and, and I'm looking at this schedule, and I think the floor, the floor for the Minnesota Vikings is nine wins right there because they're going to get some wins. They do have talent, right? They have the guys to get some wins and put up some points against some bad defensive teams. However, where are they going to be in those close games? Where are they going to be in the primetime games? Where is Kirk Cousins going to play here? You know, like Kirk Cousins, much like the Bears, what I talked about last, last night, that the Bears' success rides and dies with the progress that Fields makes in year two. I feel the same way here. The Vikings aren't built to run the football forever and never rely on Kirk Cousins. There will be games where Cousins down five on his own 25 with three minutes to go, you know, and you're going to wonder, can he lead him down the team, like down the field, you know, and win the game? I, I don't know. The ceiling for them, I feel like, could be 11 Maybe, but that you really got to scrounge out some wins. You got to beat Green Bay a couple times, not a couple times, once at least. Uh, you got to beat other teams that are on your schedule. Like, they, I have a question mark here in week 15. They host the Colts. It's like, I don't know, man. It's it's Matt Ryan versus it's Kirk hard to, Cousins. It's hard to like handicap a week 15 game now. I did call myself Nostra Davis. Thank you very, very much. Very hard, but I don't see 11 wins on any day ever. With this team, no way. And Kirk Cousins, I hate to break it to everybody out there, specifically you. He's not going to improve. He is who he is. He's you're not, not breaking this to me. Yeah, I don't is, think he's, he's good. Like, you're not going to get a better version of Kirk Cousins. You might, might he might make some plays down the stretch, but it's not because he's a better football player now. He's not making any movements like that. I think it really is pivotal. Is, is the defense going to take that step because they were able to score points fast last year? but they couldn't stop anybody on the back end. Mm -hmm. And I think more of the same is going to be taking place. Zadarius Smith, um, he's a nice addition if he can stay on the field. Last year, look, I'm not going to sit here and bash the guy. He was a really good Packer. But injuries derailed his season last year 
week one. Still got paid all though, year. So they must have some kind of optimism um, for him. Yeah, because he's a he's a elite pass I rusher. Love him. I want him in Dallas. And the last time you've seen him on the football field, he was wreaking havoc. So he has potential to come back strong, but he wasn't really a guy that was a blue chipper coming out. It took him a couple years to get his feet wet in the league. He played, you know, sparingly in Baltimore. Speaking of Baltimore, he burned Baltimore in free agency. And I remember that. Wasn't it? Wasn't that almost like an Anthony Barr situation where like yes. people thought he was signed, yeah. sealed, delivered, and then he's like, he's like, mm, hold up, hold ah, up, yeah, ah, I don't know. I'm um, gonna go elsewhere. I think that he has potential to change the 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 face of that defense a little bit if he could get after the quarterback. But I don't know, man. And Daniel Hunter is back. I love he was, him. He's I love one of Hunter. The most underrated players in football. Well, Harrison their, he's Smith. Best I know you hate Harrison Smith. I don't hate Harrison Smith. I just don't think he's as good as everyone else does. Oh, uh, Ken, Ken literally at the same time just said Harrison Smith, the ageless wonder. I love him. I love Harrison Smith too. Man. I think, he's, except when he's trying to choke out CD Lamb, like I'm, he did I'm, last year. I don't think he's that punk great. bitch. But um, yeah, you could put the Vikings down for a very similar situation that they were in last year. I think nine is a good number, uh, a safe number, and I think that they're going to be right around it. I'll I'll say they push. If if the total is nine, push. Wexler coming up. back in here saying the Vikings get to ten and make the wild card. Yeah, not not a hard feat when you're you know when they keep adding wild card teams and shit. There's what fucking seven teams now. I hope they get into the wild card. It's an easy fucking playoff win. See, you say that, but it's like that's the one. It's like when Dallas has to go to like, Packers, play Philly. I don't, think, I, think like, Packers, I don't want anything to have, do with that. The Packers have played the Vikings in the playoffs and they've had su- <laughs> they've had success. Yeah, skull. Give me a fucking break. Skull. I showed both of these guys Joe Buck's call so yesterday. So 2015 oh, or whatever, okay. 2018 wow. was the first that. time. I've been watching shit. the Packers and the Vikings for my entire life, and I've never once heard that corny-ass shit. When, yeah, where did that come from? It came because the show Vikings was on at the time, and it was like very popular in pop culture. I think. And the I skull know, really thing became it. a thing. Trust me, that was that's <laughs> that's not tradition. That's corny. <laughs> not like the Packers shit isn't corny. Trust me, it is. It's very hokey. But honestly... I hate I hate giving credit where credit it's not even due, but like what the Packers do over there. Oh, it's great. It's really cool. Like dun 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 dun. Go back, go. I love that shit. Is there anything worse? That is another New York Jet. Oh, that's the worst. Because everybody does it. It's like it happens like three times a game. Everybody Everybody does it though. And that's another Scarlet Knights sports. Like nobody cares. That's another New York Jets punt. Sucks. <laughs> Just like my podcast, first and ten. The shittier one should be third and seven. Um, well, there's something else I'm going to say. Oh, and the the I don't want to work or whenever they pass, score a touchdown. I think that's great. Wait, Somebody what? else has that. What? I think the Bengals do. I don't want to work. I want to bang on the all day. Uh, when they score every touchdown. I think tough, the Bengals have that a too. Tough situation over there in Cincy, huh? With their touchdown music. I mean, Wait, I mean, it's the same as the Packers. No, it's not. Yes, it is. No, it's not. And if it is, that's even worse. It's a tougher situation because it's not even it's like not that good. It's only good because it's Green Bay's thing and their cornballs. If like another team is like, wow, that's so cool. I'm gonna steal the exact jingle and change it uh, the words around. That's corny. It's a tough situation. Is that what it's called? Best. Is it called Renegade? I don't even know what it's called. Uh, this is like I have to, maybe? I don't know. I gotta know now. Now it's like pissing me off. I don't know. Uh, Renegade. I'm just looking it up real quick. That can't be it. No, that's Jay Z. <laughs> There's like, every, no, whatever. I don't want to. What's the fucking song? And I'm talking about Ken. Do you know where they make the uh, terrible towel? I don't want to work. If Ken Pullman knows the answer to song. this trivia question, what is that? Where are the terrible Bang towels on the drum. manufactured? Where Bang are on the, the drum. terrible towels manufactured? Of course, there's fucking ads. I just want to get like excited about this. Like this is Packer stuff. Like, like, hold on, here it is. So when you guys score a touchdown, this is playing. Corny. Am I supposed to be like, wow, that's amazing because it's the Packers. When that happens, I'm like. (laughs) Bro, you're telling me if you went to a bar, you wouldn't tell the DJ, listen, when the Packers score, you play this song. Absolutely not. Lil Wayne has a Packers remix out there called fucking Green and Yellow. If I'm picking the song, it's not going to be fucking the... What are they? Who is that? <laughs> like, who let the dogs out, guys, or something? The Bahamas? Bahamas? <laughs> the fuck is the difference? Seriously. Seriously. Kids bop. Kids bop. That's where you see that type of shit on. Never diss the Bahamas. Right? I want, like, great song. 
I want like I want like Ike Taylor roasts in my. Um, that's for you, Ken. <laughs> I uh, the Giants have a shitty one too. When I worked for the Giants, that got real annoying real fast. When I was there for all the home games, like we're back. I got a new young girl, and like everyone's like happy. I'm like, this is horrible. I never forget. I was at a side. Like you take it down the Vikings now. Um, I was down the side. I was on the sidelines, and the Giants had done something good, and they scored a touchdown or something. And like, I didn't smile. I mean, why would I smile if the Giants did anything good? And I got like my boss at the time, like, come on, Zamboni, smile. And I was like, no, I'm no. The Giants stink. I hate the Giants. <laughs> yeah, Zamboni was my nickname over there. It's because what I did at the time. I drove a Zamboni. Bet you guys didn't know that. Five years running, United States of America. If they wore a purple this show, shirt, they definitely know. Where I wore a purple you have shirt. To know. Um, Zamboni Dave with his fucking <laughs> the Skatosaurus Rex. <laughs> <It's> just, <laughs> doing the fucking hokey pokey on roller skates, not roller blades, which honestly, I feel like roller blades are way worse. Every time I see a kid rollerblading in the street, I'm like, that's still, Anytime that's I, still a thing. Every time like, I see somebody rollerblading in the street, I think of Terry from Reno 911. <laughs> It's called um, Fuck You, Dad, I Hate You. <laughs> My new mixtape is out. Has, you never seen that? You no. don't watch Reno 911? No. You know who it is? Who's Terry from Reno? Sandberg? No. Nick Swardson. Oh, even better. Like young Nick Swardson. <laughs> even better. In, Love in Nick Swardson. fucking Daisy Dukes and roller skates. Oh, Nick Swardson's the best. Come on, bro. Nicholas! You should fight crime. Hey, Terry, what are you doing in Miami? <laughs> oh, I'm here to record my mixtape. It's called Fuck You, Dad, I Hate You. <laughs> Oh man! All right. Well, before we get Doesn't out of here, get any worse? Before we get or out better. of here, those are the Vikings, by the way. Um, I do have a, qu- a couple questions uh, for the audience, and when I say audience, I mean people that are sitting here. Um, so, Nick, yeah, you have the Not Giving a Puck podcast. Yes. Dropped another episode today. So, all you hockey fans out there, be sure to go check that out. Um, could you say you learned anything here on your internship at CHOP? Yes, I Yeah, can. what did you learn, bro? Please tell the masses that we're good, decent human beings over here. <laughs> well, <laughs> oh, shit. You know, I, I've learned how to uh, properly produce a show, uh-huh. as I am do- I mean, currently doing right now. Sure. Um, you know, I learned how to do that. Define proper, though. I mean, like, <laughs> kidding. Go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> I've learned um, a lot of, like, behind-the-scenes stuff of how you guys, how you guys operate and are, you know, currently evolving the company and turning it into you know what you guys want it to be look at that huh? um, it's gonna give us the rub here i'm getting a little motion i'm not gonna lie how to use uh garage ba- garage band a little bit better because <laughs> right, how to use down, the most basic out of yourself i barely i barely used it as it is but now i know how to now use he knows how to use it don't tell anyone that yeah i was gonna say if they say what did you edit your stuff on say like premiere okay or something good uh madison Nick, we love you, buddy. Thank yeah, you. Nick, we want to thank you, bro, for everything that you've done for us. And, Nick, you, you Nick's, and Nick's sticking anywhere. around, He's, actually. He'll be here. Nick has been hired, by the way, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, his terms are not to be disclosed, uh, but he will be our audio engineer for the podcast network. So shout out to the entire podcast network that sends me their stuff to post. Guess what? I'm not doing it anymore. Nick's going to do it from the comfort of so his yeah, own home. No. But yeah, Nick's been Nick's just so they know he's been doing Nick's, it. Nick's been, but now doing he's going to continue to do it yes, as he he's going to uh, keep graduates. it going throughout the uh... graduates the internship program here at Shop Sports. Now I asked Madison the same thing. Besides sitting there and having to hear his manscaped reads every time you're here, what did you learn? Uh, did you learn anything at all? No, nothing. Okay, good. So with that being said, no. <laughs> um, I learned how to use the graphic. Like editing software called Canva. There we go. And I feel like that could be really beneficial in the future. Mm-hmm. And then when I came here in the beginning of the summer, I knew how to use Premiere, which is an editing software, but I kind of forgot how to use it. So it was nice to like touch up on that again, and that'll also be very beneficial. Um, and kind of like what Nick said, like just learning about you guys and like what you do and. How you do it and like your aspirations for chop sports. All right, all right. And well, I wanted to say thank you for yeah. giving me the opportunity. Of course, of course, of course, of course. It's so funny. You said thank you. Nick didn't. That's I such did. A, did you? He yeah. absolutely I, did. I missed it. I missed the thank you. I'm kidding. Both of <laughs> you guys have been rock stars. Every single intern that's coming in and out of this place has been absolutely pivotal for our growth here as a company with Chop Sports and Chop Sports Media and now Chop Studios. It's everything's kind of really growing into something that we really believe in um which by the way we're going to be at matawan day on october 1st which we'll get Um, more into details as that gets closer but madison and nick you guys have been absolutely rock stars uh over here we want to thank you guys for your contributions every single time you're here uh i do have one final question nick sturch or gooch who's your favorite (sighs) 
I'm not disclosing this. Wow. Okay. Uh, I like that. He's nobody said, not is disclosing this, which means that he, he there has is a favorite. favorite. Right. No. Aha. Aha. So he has an answer. You piece of shit. Madison's no. over there, like, nope, not doing it. Not doing it. Not today. I have a. I have. Oh, go ahead. I have one more. Can I? Am I, am I is everyone done? I have, oh yeah, we've said their advice. Now you can I've fucking leave. I've been dying to say this joke. It's not actually oh, my it's a joke. joke. It's not my joke. I'm stealing this from um, the score, who's breaking this as news. Sam Thomas <laughs> was named to the WNBA AP All Rookie Team. Averaged 4.9 minutes per game, 0.4 points per game, oh 0.2 rebounds per game, <laughs> 0.3 assists per game, and 0.3 steals per game. And the WNBA has really got a bright future. Let <laughs> me just say that right now. Bright future ahead for the WNBA. Oh, Congrats man. to Sam. Ken with a, with a legendary comment there. Brit now bring an optimum and turn it. <laughs> 100% Ken, 100% bro. I know we've had problems today too. I keep looking over at Gucci's monitor and sometimes I see a little status bar that goes up and down. That just means A, everything sucks. So the guy is here yesterday. I have a picture of him. I wanted to kick him to sleep uh, because of all the jokes he was telling as if I was in a laughing mood considering you guys don't show up for your appointments. I almost hit him with like, oh. a cattle stunner. You did? <laughs> Where he was like reaching down, I was gonna hit him with the thing in the back of his neck to fucking knock him unconscious or, you know, I'm not gonna oh, say man. that. That's won't even let them run the show for five minutes. Uh, you know what? I'm doing it. We're getting up. They're no, getting no, up. No, 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 no. Don't put them in this spot. No, oh, all right. Because they might sit here and it'd be like, dude, what the fuck are you doing to me right I'm saying now? We have mics. There's no go. preparation, though. Like, I don't want to put them on an island. Scoop, you're such an I, asshole. You're for welcome, that. guys, by the way. <laughs> yeah, because there's no way that you wanted to fucking switch seats right here and be like, okay, now what? Oh, my God. Anyway, right. yeah, it's been a show, folks. Tomorrow. We got those beloved Green Bay Packers to talk about. It is a also, it is still a fantasy Friday. So we were going to get some fantasy stuff too. Loaded show tomorrow. Come check it out. 11 o'clock, same channel that you're watching this on right now. If you haven't already subscribed, if you haven't already liked the goddamn video, please. I said to myself yesterday, who was I talking to? Maybe it was Nick. I don't know. It might have been you. But I was like, it doesn't take much to just like, just like. Yeah, that's it. We've had you know, this conversation like, probably three thousand. I don't. Times, I, I don't know. I, I I don't really understand. Um, there will also be a little bit of a. Um, oh, there's my thanks little, for watching. A little Artie bit graphic. more of an in-depth coverage or preview of the UFC card. See if there's anybody that wants to dabble. Dabbling is fun. All right. So for the final time for Nick and Madison, it has been another great show, another great episode of the Chop Sports Daily for Sturch and Gooch. We'll see you guys tomorrow on a Feel Good Fantasy Friday with the Green Bay Packers. Also, if you're in Colonia, call Endless Landscaping. They'll take care of you. You like how I threw that in? That's coming. That's coming. <laughs> coming, baby. Let's go. But there was this one company, I think, called Chop Sports Media. Chop Sports Media. Yeah.